Welcome to Keys to Winning, a podcast where we talk about government contracting topics such as proposal development, business development, win strategies, and more. Keys to Winning, produced by AOC Key Solutions, a leading bid and proposal development firm, gives you a chance to learn from leaders and experts in their fields. I'm Raymond Thibodeau, today's host of Keys to Winning. The Agile methodology is well known to software developers. It's an iterative approach to delivering software releases, sort of fine-tuning on the fly. The approach often is credited with saving time and producing a better quality product in lockstep with customer requirements. Our guest, Brian Mowbray, is a software engineer for Accenture Federal Services, where he leads the company's Agile Institute. Having developed software for more than 20 years, he has some ideas about how we can enhance our proposal development capability using Agile principles. Hi, Brian. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Ray. Uh, Glad to be here. What's interesting to me about this idea is that the proposal industry has lived by the same standards for about 30 years. And now comes Agile. Proposals are somewhat iterative in terms of their development path with in-process review cycles, daily stand-ups, etc. So how do Agile and Scrum principles fit into that process? Yeah, that's a good question. So I I think the the biggest hurdle that um, we have to get people over when it comes to talking about Agile, because Agile is is very much an overused term. Uh, And a lot of the proposals we see where the word Agile is replaced you know, they've replaced the word waterfall with agile, just thinking that, you know, that somehow um, that makes it more agile. Um, and, and what I'm getting at is that agile is really a mindset, um, and it's really a way of thinking differently. And, and Scrum is one of the methodologies that you would use to apply, you know, that agile mindset. It's more of a, a method or a framework that you can use. And it, and it actually, it fits very well. It fits across many different types of Things like uh, we've used it to build security accreditation documentation. We've used it for um, for building proposals. We've used it for, and so it, it, it the framework it, it does what it does very well, and it's very simple to to, to really to use, or I should say to, to understand. Um, it, it's hard um, to to actually do it in, in a very disciplined way. Getting an understanding of it as a mindset to really uh, to use it and, and get the benefits from it, and and those those are all fall into Things like, um, you know, how do we collaborate more effectively? And so we collaborate more effectively by having uh, daily stand-ups, and we collaborate more effectively by being face-to-face. Um, a lot of times we're just trying to um, get an understanding of something over the phone, or you know, maybe we're in front of a whiteboard, and um, maybe we do a storyboard of some sort. You know, we do um, something that gets um, to, to more of a shared understanding of, of whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish. I know we mentioned Scrum, and I'm not sure we explained it, can you talk a little bit about what we mean by Scrum? Right, absolutely. So Scrum is, is like I said, it's a framework that you use that it, it creates uh, that time box, and that time box can be anywhere from one to four weeks. And generally, two weeks is sort of a, a good sweet spot for a lot of people, depending on the amount of change. You have uh, a lot of change going on with, with what you're trying to accomplish as things are more volatile as far as the information that you're gathering or whatever it might be. Uh, one week usually is, is probably even better. So that's the time box part. But there's roles that are associated with that in the Scrum framework. There's, you know, there's always usually someone who's acting in a what we call a product owner role, and that they're the ones that are really responsible for making sure that whatever we're delivering at the end is that value. And that to me would be your typical proposal manager um, that would make sure that you know what the output is is what it needs to be. It strikes me that one of the key differences between the the agile software development process and the proposal development process is that. In software, there are these iterative releases, and in the proposal world, there seems to be one big bang release at the end. 
rarely are there chances to fine-tune the products after it's submitted. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even if we abstracted up a layer, right, and, and that, this is where I, you know, we teach, as we're teaching the fundamentals of Agile, you know, in, in most of our classes, we're trying to get people to think differently. So one of the ways that we would think that we might contrast those two, and, and, that, and by the way, software development, they have big bang releases, just the same when you look at more of a waterfall type approach. The difference, like you said, is there's no sustainment phase in a proposal, whereas, uh, you know, software development, you might have another chance to release or do something, which I, I totally get, whereas the proposal you don't. Well, those type of gated reviews that you refer to as, you know, the color reviews, you know, are very similar in the software development process where, you know, someone is going to maybe do an architecture review or a technical review or some kind of um, compliance review. Uh, very similarly. So the thing that makes those valuable is that, that you're getting feedback, right? And so one of the reasons why you have the color views is so that you get feedback. Are we on track? Do we, you know, does this whole story sort of congeal together to speak in, in one voice towards what it is that we're trying to accomplish? And so those color reviews, as well as other things with regard to the editing and the, the, the language and how long it is and compliance of that particular proposal, but those data reviews are intended to get feedback. And so the idea with Agile in general is that you want more feedback. Um, you want more feedback more often. And so it might, taking that approach might mean that, you know what, instead of waiting until the first pink review, maybe we have smaller section reviews because another important um, attribute of more of that Agile mindset is, is that I want to break something down smaller. I don't want to make it something big because when it's smaller, it's more manageable. I can potentially take those sections and find a way to get them through entirely through a process and get the feedback that you need. The sooner you get the feedback, the more likely you, you, can, you can make changes to a lot easier um, and you're not spending as much time waiting until the end or to a larger review to find out that maybe you need to, to redo entire sections. So the key thing that you're looking for is how can I get more feedback in a faster way and more iterative cycles throughout that process instead of waiting until larger feedback cycles. I wanted to ask you about the benefits of using an agile approach in proposal development. What are the advantages? Is it more customer-centric? Does it enhance collaboration? What do you see as the advantages of agile? Well, I, I think one thing that we all know is that there's always room for improvement, right? And, there's, and so the idea of using one of the frameworks that are out there, whether it be Scrum and there's others that are you're getting um, you know, the feedback that we already talked about, and then you're also continuously learning. So you're, there's there's a, a ceremony within Scrum that is the retrospective, um, and, it, and that retrospective is intended to, to help you, you know, find out how are we doing as a team? How could we improve things? How, you know, what, what tweaks could we make to this process to make it a little bit better? And you're always doing that. Even, even when you think you've got it down pretty well, you're still reevaluating to make sure there's always something you can do to improve. It could safely be said that proposal development is a very process-oriented activity. Agile and Scrum tend to value individuals and interactions over processes and tools. So do those values work with the way we've been trained to do proposals? Yeah, good question. I mean, I think we all, most times, when it comes to change and dealing with change, having nice process that just clearly defines everything and everyone knows exactly what boxes to check. I mean, that feels pretty good when you get it all together and you, and you feel like you're, you've got this great plan for how you're going to attack something. But we all know once we get into it, it never goes according to plan. And so having the ability to adapt to what those changes are, having the ability to recognize that, you know, it's okay, uh, we can course correct, um, we're still going to get to the, the end, and most times we do course correct anyway, 
we just, you know, we deviate from the plan or the process, you know, in some cases, you know, to, to, to meet our deliverables. So in, in making that okay, making that, knowing that, you know, we're not um, compromising any, anything, you know, in the process of doing that, but what we're doing is we're recognizing the fact that something's going to change and then we have a way to handle those changes and, and that, that's more efficient versus reacting to it. We're prepared to, to handle it. And, and that's where I think having more of that individual interactions over process and tools means that I'm focused more on um, on understanding what those changes are. I'm not resisting the changes. I'm actually, you know, looking to how we can incorporate those and, and, and make those work. And that in itself will help an organization, any organization, whether they're proposals or software development, to recognize the benefits of what those principles are and, and see, the, see the end results as better outcomes you know, because of that. Okay, well, with that, thank you, Brian, for being on the podcast. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Thank you. I'm Raymond Thibodeau, and this has been Keys to Winning from AOC Key Solutions Incorporated, or KSI, a consulting firm that has helped companies across the country win billions of dollars in federal contracts. Learn more at www.aockeysolutions.com or follow us on LinkedIn. Be sure to subscribe for more podcasts in this series, and thank you for listening.